What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of In These Quarantines. I am a friendly neighborhood host, Juggernauts, and it's good to be here. I know it's been literally a month since I recorded. Um, it's cause just been busy, you know, as always, man. You can't predict this, these things. But um, seems that my Tuesdays look to be very free, and I'm going to try to record more on those days. Uh, so just stay tuned, guys. I really hope to kind of be more consistent. Don't make any promises, you know. Don't make a promise I can't keep. But... Mostly, I just want to talk about the movies I've seen. Uh, well, two movies I saw this month so far. Um, I mean, quite recently, anyway. And uh, just before I dive in, uh, I don't know if I've shared my thoughts on Barbie. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, unfortunately. Even though, my goodness, that movie is doing amazing numbers. Uh, as of now, I think there's been about 700 million at the worldwide box office, which is just for a three-hour dramatic biopic that's 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 really incredible of course barbie was a bigger surprise too i mean i knew barbie was going to make money but i didn't expect it to make that much money my goodness making over a billion dollars it's not something i saw coming like at all if i was going to carry that in a bet i would have lost it uh but barbie was really fun like i said um man frank gosling man dude was fantastic margot robbie fun exceptional i'm hoping i could probably see um, Oppenheimer in Lagos next week because unfortunately it's not showing here in Ibadan so that really bums me out. I hope you see in theaters by then. But knowing Christopher Nolan's um, insistence on keeping the movie, I think for three months in cinema or something for a hundred days, I don't recall exactly, it's due universal. But I'm looking forward to that. Now, um, the first one I want to talk about is this uh, Gran Turismo. Uh, this was a movie that I was actually kind of curious about. I was excited to watch because they were taking a different kind of route with a video game adaptation, quote unquote. It wasn't going to be a direct adaptation of the video game itself, mm-hmm. but a story, fascinating story around the video game. Now, um, the Gran Turismo um, movie directed by you know Neil Blomkamp, which was kind of is kind of surprising because I'm used to Neil. I mean, Neil Blomkamp is known for sci-fi movies, sci-fi supernatural movies like Elysium, District 9, Chappie and what have you. So uh, I was curious to see what they want to do with the movie. Um, the movie is based on a true story. Of, of course, liberties, creative liberties are taken, but the base plot is based on a true story. Jan, um, Jardenborough? Well, Jan Martinborough? I, I, I can't remember his last name, but his name is Jan. Uh, an aspiring, you know, he's a video gamer of, uh, a huge, uh, passionate video gamer, avid gamer of, um, and the Gran Turismo video games that was an aspiring racer and then got a chance to actually compete internationally by winning a, a, a virtual race and you know the rest is history and then actually proves his worth and you know goes against all the odds of being a typical basement dwelling gamer to becoming a world-class um, car racer but all I have to say is the movie was actually a beautiful movie to watch my goodness um the like the production designs, the audio, man, the audio design, the audio editing, and the audio mixing, like that's the sound mixing and sound editing for the car racing scenes were just phenomenal. Now, the, I, I guess maybe the, um, the biggest gripe is just that, I mean, the movie is very cliche by the books, you know, and at times I don't mind that, like I always say, you know, I like a, I like a simple, I prefer a simple story with great execution. Than a complex story with poor execution. So even though the, the story was the plot was people things, what you expect, you know, you know, the focus was on the racing, and I'm glad that they excelled tremendously on the racing. It's a really good film to watch. The sound, there's the intensity in the movie. I mean, hi, hell, I've even read about the guy already. You know, I kind of knew 
some of his victories and losses and things like that. But I still was uh, I still was kind of really really engrossed in the whole story. Very well done. Um, great performance all about uh, Akimadweke. I think that's his name. Um, did a, actually, I don't know if he's actually half Nigerian, but the last name is Madeke. Or, I don't know if it's Madeke. I'm really not sure. But anyway, he, he did a good job portraying the lead character. Um, it's nice seeing Jamal Honsu again. Man, he actually gave really the particular scene uh, where he gets emotional. is really well done. Uh, David Harbour always slays in his movies. It's unfortunate that David Harbour has never had, really had a lead in a movie that did well financially or even performed well critically. But he's, he's always a standout, you know. He was so much fun. Orlando Bloom too was cool in the movie, and you know the supporting cast were well, okay. But I really had fun. This movie it was so much fun, entertaining. Was you know, look, I go into certain movies, different movies, different expectations. You know, it was a video game adaptation, so I was like, okay, video game adaptations for movies so far are still kind of on the rise. Thankfully, this year, I think every major video game adaptation has been fantastic. Uh, I mean, you had Last of Us, which was great, fantastic. Mario was actually fun. Oh yeah, how could I forget? Twisted Metal. I just saw Twisted Metal last week. Man, that that was surprisingly fun. Like, look, it's not a great show by the any metric, and a lot of visuals is kind of. I I don't know if the visuals were intentionally kind of. Um, I would I wouldn't say downplayed to make it give you like a B movie kind of slasher vibe, but my goodness, the movie is so much fun. It's like a cross of uh, Mad Max and Death Death. Um, Death Race. It's really fun. Anthony Mackie was hilarious. I'm glad to finally see him play a character whose charisma matches his real life personality. Um, Stephanie Bitch was actually really fun to see. It was actually funny seeing her as someone else other than Rosa. She wasn't the kind of gloomy, you know, taciturn character. She was really, really fun. Um, Christian Eden Church was fun to see as well. And a lot of other um, characters. Man, man, yeah, Twister, I'm sorry to go on the tangent, but Twister Metal was really so, It was so much fun. Now, I played. Um, I played like three of the games. I remember I played Twisted Metal Black and I, and there's another one I played. But the more the one I remember vividly more is the the uh, PS3 Twisted Metal, uh, the one that had only three characters, three main characters: Sweet Tooth, Grim, and um, Dollface. That was a really fun game, and it was nice to see references. My goodness, the references were just good. I, I think any hardcore fan of the video games would love to see the character represented because the characters in their cars are represented. Like it's it's good. But I love the fact that so hardcore gamers can get the reference Easter eggs and this and kind of like the payoff, while casual viewers also get entertained by the actual movie itself. I love the the whole concept. It was really well done. I'm looking forward to season two, hopefully. Um, all right, back to Gran Turismo. Like I said, uh, every video game adaptation this year so far has actually been applaudable. They've actually been fun and great to watch, so I'm really happy that the kind of video game course, quote unquote, is kind of lifting. And I'm looking forward to other ones. Uh, I don't really have much to be honest, not gonna lie. Uh, I don't have much hope for Borderlands just because, look, it's Eli Roth directing it, you know, and the movie has also been in production for way too long. The cast is intriguing, obviously, Jack Black, Kate Blanchett, um, Kevin Hart, and what have you, but um, I, I don't have much optimism. I'm more curious about Fallout and the God of War TV shows coming, but those are not even production yet at all, so who knows, with the ongoing strike, who knows how long those will take. Uh, but yeah, Gran Turismo for me was actually a fun watch, it's a movie I can easily rewatch, you know, my, my my idle time and things. Man, the sound design, sound editing, I, I could, I think this could, could actually have a chance for an Oscar consideration for sound design and sound editing, because it was so good it was so good it was fantastic and kudos to the team kudos to the directors kudos to polyphony digital the guys actually created the um, Gran Turismo games it was fantastic stuff man like so really good I really loved it 
So those are my thoughts on Gran Turismo. Solid like 6.5 out of 10 actually, because like I said, it was a fun time. Uh, you know, it was, wasn't a great film or whatever, but I, I was definitely entertained at the age of my seat. I'll give it a 7 actually, 7 out of 10. Moving on, um, next movie, I just saw this yesterday actually, last night, and I really, really enjoyed it too. It's not a great film, but it's good. It's serviceable, you know, it plays it safe, but it does well with its premise and its action, and that is Blue Beetle. Now, of course, this was a movie that I think everyone, even Steve Wonder could say was going to flop, you know, so much baggage with the DCU, the character is not that well known, you know, it's, uh, marketing was kind of not as great, it's releasing during, after the, during the ongoing strike and what have you. But I kind of kept my, cause I reserve my reservations because as cliche and generic as the trailers felt, I was I liked the suit of Blue Beetle and I liked the kind of family dynamic I was seeing. And I'm thankful that those things stayed true. The suit looks fantastic. The action is really great. The CGI is actually really well done. It's not like mind-blowing, but it's also not poor, thankfully, like The Flash. So that was really nice. It was nice to see some combos from Injustice 2. Uh, the family dynamic was actually the best part for me. Um, I know some people might had issues with... Um, George Lopez character of Rudy, they thought he was kind of over eccentric, but I thought it was actually okay. I thought it was funny enough. I mean, there are a lot of salty jokes in the background that worked more than the, I guess, the overt jokes. Uh, you know, that was fine. All I was, all I know, what I was about Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle felt more like a Ant-Man film. Like, it, actually, let me put it this way: it felt like a Phase Two MC origin story, like a, like like the, the base ones, you know. And it felt more like an Ant-Man 0.5. So it's not as good as Ant-Man, but it's actually just as, it's, it's kind of in the same realm. So I found it, it's not great. It does everything by the books. Um, Susan Sarana plays a mustache twirling brilliant, which is good for the plot. You know, you have gen- this generic sidekick character who has the same, or uh, like a version of Blue Beetle's own armor to fight against. So think like Obadiah Stane, Anthony Stark, um, Killmonger, and uh, Black Panther, Yellow Jacket, and Ant-Man. But like I said, the movie plays it safe, but it's serviceable, it's fun. It's actually a movie I can rewatch. You know, the action is really well done. Uh, Jolo does a good job as Jaime, Rime, uh, Jaime Reyes, which is the Blue Beetle. I thought, he, I thought he got a fantastic job. Playing the role, he was kind of, he, I liked him, he was likable, you know. Uh, action was cool. And one thing I really liked about the movie, it felt very insular in the sense that even though it's part of the DCEU, you know, they were, they, I mean, they were, Verbal drops, verbal references to Batman and Superman, but it, it, could, it, was, it stands alone on its own without having to connect or tie directly to a preceding DCU movie, which is something the MCU did well for the longest time, in my opinion, until you know everything has been connected. And then, even post Endgame, now you have to like, we have the Marvels coming now, and you have to have watched WandaVision and Miss um, Marvel to even kind of. I'll be halfway there. So I kind of like that about the movie. It's unfortunately going to flop because, like I said, a lot of circumstances bef- before it just don't hold, hold off for it. But I'm really, uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I really, I really, I'll give like a 6 out of 10 because, like I said, it's, it's very generic by the books. It does nothing new. It's nothing you've not seen before. His first fight scene was done better in movies like Iron Man, A Man of Steel, you know, the, the typical superhero trying to understand his powers thing. You get it. All I would say though about it is, Blue Beat 2 is a better um, Green Lantern movie than Green Lantern, if that makes any sense. I mean, I know they're not the same films, although the, both heroes have a set ability that gives them a form of uh, uh, ability to kind of conjure whatever they want by thought. So, um, anyway, 
I really, I really enjoyed it. It's not a great film, but I'm looking forward to. I mean, all those are looking forward to Aquaman too. To be honest, I actually like. I love Aquaman one. I didn't just like it. Really, really fun movie. I seen like three times. But then I don't know. I'm just I'm losing interest in this year, especially when it's going to be rebooted and things like that. So we wait and see. Um, just have we have two more superhero movies and for the rest of this year. Marvel Zone is the Marvels. This season is Aquaman two, and hopefully uh, both are fun movies, are good movies, and we look forward to them. But that's all the thoughts I have for today, guys. Let me know what you guys think about the whole thing. Have you seen Grand Turismo? Did you like it? Uh, I actually prefer, of course, I prefer that to Blue Beetle, but I still enjoy Blue Beetle. I would say. Um, out of all the DC movies that have come out recently, that's from Black Adam, Shazam 2, The Flash, and Blue Beetle. I think Blue Beetle is my favorite of all of them, which is not saying much, but it's it's worth saying, you know. At least the movie is cohesive, you know, it's not a mess. That's that's the thing. Simple, generic plot, but not a mess, which <laughs> which says a lot. So those are my thoughts I have today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, maybe till next Tuesday, I think. Yeah, I think that's only the second guarantee. But if I ever find time within the week to record something quick, I would. Thanks for your time, guys, and as always, stay safe and stay tuned.